What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Big Sauce Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the part two of our top 50 players in the MLB for the 2021 season. We're going to be going in-depth for all of them, why we have them there, and what we look to see in 2021. And it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So last episode, we went through uh, 50 to 26. And today, we're going to go through 25 to 1. Uh, Luke, I'll let you start it off first. At number 25, Paul Goldschmidt. Do you start? Do you take it from there? All right, yeah, so number 25 is Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt has been one of the best hitters in baseball since basically his rookie year. So he's been, he was an all-star uh, seven times in a row, I believe. And so he's just been a really consistent hitter. And even though he's getting up there in age, he's still been a, a really great hitter. So uh, for that reason, we're, we're, we have him up there at 25 to, to start the second part of the list. Uh, up next, we got Corey Seager, uh, World Series MVP. I had a career year in the shortened season this year, uh, 15 home runs, ninth in MVP voting. So, I mean, he's just he's he has injury. He's had injury problems in the past, and I think that led to him being kind of underrated. But this year, he proved that he is a a big time shortstop, uh, and he was an incredible hitter this year. Uh, after that, we have 23. It's Manny Machado. Uh, Manny Machado gets. Uh, I think a lot of hate just because of uh, what he has said in the past and what he's done uh, with the Orioles and with the Dodgers. Um, but ever since coming to San Diego, it seems like he hasn't really had that controversy that he had in the past. Uh, and he's just, uh, after a down year in 2019, this year he bounced back and was an MVP finalist uh, and had a, a great year that we were accustomed to seeing when he played in, in Baltimore. So, I mean... He's been a, just a, another great hitter for for a long time now, uh, and you can't uh, underappreciate that. Mm-hmm. And next is uh, Xander Bogarts, who is one of my favorite players. Uh, that's because I'm a Red Sox fan. But um, in my eyes, he's the best hitting shortstop in all of baseball. Uh, the guy just absolutely rakes. He has power. He has contact. He struggles a little bit on defense, but I think that offense makes up for it. Uh, in 2019, he finished fifth in MVP voting and won the Silver Slugger. And this year, he finished 17th uh, in MVP voting. So I think if it wasn't for the a really high number of great shortstops, he would be the best shortstop in baseball. But as you'll see, we have uh, a few more shortstops later on in the list. And uh, at number 2021 is Shane Bieber, the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the American League. Uh, he was the All-Star Game MVP in 2019. Uh, in the home, in the home, in his hometown of, or in the home city of Cleveland, uh, he led the league in shutouts and complete games with two and three respectively. And this year, he won the triple crown. So I mean, he's just been getting better and better. Uh, and I don't see him slowing down. So I think by the end of this year, we could see him even higher on this list. But uh, I think at the moment, we just haven't seen quite enough from him to uh, to be higher. Yeah, uh, I think. My thoughts on this these five, I, I like Goldschmidt. I think he's probably an underrated player. Uh, and Manny Machado, like you said, Luke, he I think he's a little bit overhated, but I think you can understand why he is like that because of like the cleating thing. Uh, Cormac, did you and have yeah, any thoughts sure. on these five? Um, No, not really. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. We saw um, – I love the point that he made about Xander Bogart. It's probably the best hitting second – a shortstop in the game. It's just he has his fielding problems. So if he fixed the glove a little bit in 2021, I think we easily could see him inside the top 10. 
Um, because I completely agree. I think he's the best hitting shortstop in baseball. Yeah, so Cormac take it at number 20. It's probably the most controversial uh, player on the list. We have Fernando Tatis Jr. at number 20. Yeah, so first we have Fernando Tatis Jr., um, the young shortstop for the Padres. Um, a lot of people wouldn't have him this high because he's played one season in total. But um, in reality, he's played basically two. We've seen him in 2020 and 2019. And he's been an absolute beast. I mean, he's got potential to be the best top five player in the game. We know MLB had him as a top five player in the game. Um, so I, I think this is a pretty good spot. I might think he's a little too high. Um, but his ceiling is just insanely high. He could be the best player in baseball. Um, he's got pop. He's got good contact numbers. He's a good fielder. Got an amazing arm. Good spot for him. Next, we got Trey Turner, the speedy shortstop from the Nats. I think it's a good uh, spot for him. Last year, we had a, saw him have an amazing year, hitting 12 bombs, 335 for a shortstop. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Not to mention the 2.4 war. Very good numbers from Trey Turner in uh, Washington. I think this is a decent spot. I mean, in 2019... He wasn't no slouch either, batting 298. And he's always been a good contact hitter. So um, in 2021, I think we'll keep seeing good things from Trey Turner. Probably bat around in the 280 area, I'm guessing. Um, after that, we got Nolan Arenado, the second best fielding third baseman in baseball, who I think isn't a top three third baseman in baseball, but he's still just an absolute beast in the field, absolute beast of the play. He's a four-time silver slugger, eight-time gold glove winner. Um, we saw him have a down year in 2020, but it's not like that's going to affect him all that much. I mean, last time we had a full season in 2019, he had a three, uh, <clears throat> 315, uh, and he was very good. And 185 hits, That's those are insane numbers. 41 nukes. He's led the league in home runs three times. Um, I think he's an absolute piece. He's finished top five in MVP voting three times. Um, it's a very good spot for him. Third base is arguably the best position in baseball. Next, we have Marcelo Zuna. This is where I kind of run into problems. I don't think Marcelo Zuna is a top 20 player in baseball. I may not think he's top 40 player in baseball. Um, he had a, don't get me wrong, had a very good 2020, but in 2019, I mean, he struggled, um, to say the least. He got a 241, uh, hit 29 bombs, very good. But um, top 20 player in baseball, ahead of guys like Trey Turner, Nolan Arenado, Shane Bieber, um, I don't know about that. Plus the fact that in that uh, Braves lineup, he plays left field, but he also DHs. And if you're going to be a DH, that always hurts your case a little bit. Finally, we have Jose Ramirez, 16th, one of the best third basemen in baseball. Um, been to it for a long time now. Batted 292 last year with 17 big dog home runs. <laughs> I got it just came out. That just came out. It wasn't supposed to. Wasn't, I wasn't supposed to sound like that. Keep going. Keep 2019, um, All star in 2017, 2018. He's been very good for a long time. Though he had a down year in 2019. Uh, came back and played very well in 2020. I expect to see those trends move upward in 2021. And for you guys listening, me and Luke made this list, so Cormac will be the one having those like controversial things, like Marcelo Zuna not being a top twenty. That's because he wasn't there when we made the list, so he's gonna be like a kind of like a guy that's looking at it from an outside perspective. Uh, Luke, do you have any thoughts on those five before we move on? Um, just just a few things. Uh, for the most part, I agree with Cormac, but uh, you said so. You said some people might have Tatis lower than this. I think most people would have Tatis higher than this. 
just because of all the hype he gets. Um, and I agree with everything you said about him, except for that. Uh, just, I think you said it right. I think it's just that a lot of people would have him higher. And uh, you said Arenado is the second best fielding third baseman. Is your best uh, Matt Chapman? Uh, yeah, I mean, the stats go to show his defensive run saved is way higher. Um, he's got a better arm, better glove. I just think he's a much better fielder. Okay, yeah, that's fair. All right, we can move on. Yeah. Luke, go. All right, so next up we got oh, – my list isn't loading. One second. Can you say it? <laughs> Number 15, Francisco Lindor. Uh, all right, so number fifteen, Francisco Lindor. Um, Lindor has been a a great shortstop for for a while now. Uh, he helped lead the Indians to a World Series berth back in twenty sixteen, and uh, he's one of the better he one of the better fielding shortstops in baseball, and uh, one of the best shortstops all around in baseball. He's just a, a really complete player, and uh, I think fifteen is a good spot for him. Is uh, very deserving of being this high. Up next, we got Ronald Acuna Jr., the uh, outfielder from the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is a another younger guy. Um, he won Rookie of the Year back in 2018, uh, and he has just kept getting better from then on. He's won two Silver Sluggers. I finished fifth MVP voting in 2019. Uh, the guy hits a ton of home runs. He has 30-30 potential. He's actually already gotten 30-30, so he has 40-40 potential. Um, he had a, he didn't hit nearly as well this year. He did have a 400 on base percentage, which is very good, uh, but he only hit 250. But he did hit 14 home runs. But I think he's going to bounce back and continue to get even better than he was uh, this year. Uh, up next is DJ LeMahieu, who is the best contact hitter in all of baseball. Mm. And uh, even though he's a Yankee, he's uh, he's still I, I still really like DJ LeMahieu, especially from when he was in uh, Colorado. He won two batting titles, uh, which is impressive to win two batting titles, even though one of them was in the shortened season. He's finished now fourth and third in MVP voting in the last two seasons, which is really impressive. Uh, and ever since leaving Colorado, his power numbers have increased, which is interesting because usually you would think that power numbers would decrease, but that's not the case with him. So, I mean, he's just been a great contact hitter all his career. He's a great defender. And now that the power is coming along, I think, all of a sudden, he's become a, a really complete player, and I think uh, 13 is a, a good spot for him. Uh, up next is Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole uh, just signed one of the – I believe it was the biggest contract for any pitcher uh, the previous offseason. Uh, he's a three-time All-Star. Uh, a lot of people think he should have won the Cy Young in 2019. Uh, he lost Justin Verlander, but that's just the way it is, I guess. Uh, and this year, he – Seemed to come out of the gate a little slow, but he really picked it up later in the year uh, and finished fourth in Cy Young voting. So he was he was a good pitcher this year. Uh, he wasn't nearly as good in the playoffs, but he's still a, a great pitcher, great velocity, and good breaking stuff. So I think uh, 12 is a good spot for uh, one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. And at number 11, it's the uh, former MVP, Christian Yelich. Uh, ever since leaving... Um, Miami and joining Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Brewers, he has just been an absolute beast. Uh, he's won two batting titles back-to-back -back years. He led the league in on base percentage in 2019, slugging, OPS, OPS plus, just all these different categories he has led the league in. And uh, if it wasn't for a late-season injury in 2019, I think he would have won back-to-back -back MVPs. So he is just a great hitter. But we saw him decline a little bit this year. And uh, I think that's partly because he really watches a lot of film. 
And this year, film rooms were closed, so he did not have the ability to do that. So I think that really hurt him. And I think this year, with players being able to watch film again, I will see him return to that MVP form. Yeah, uh, I, I I think Christian Yelich had a down year, like you said. I still think he's a respected player in the league. Uh, one year doesn't change a lot, especially if it's a cupcake season like Cormac says. Cormac, do you have any thoughts on these five that Luke just went through? Um, no, I mean, I pretty much agree with a lot of it. Like he said about Christian Yelich, though, down year. But um, personally, I'd like to see him inside the top ten. Also, the fact that a player who I will discuss is a little higher than him, who are both out corner outfielders, or um, I don't know about, but 11 is a decent spot for him. I'd probably put him in the 8 to 11 range. Um, I'm looking to see great things from him next year, though. Yeah, Cormac, I'll let you take it. From number 10, Trevor Story. Um, starting off the top 10, we have Trevor Story who I think is the best shortstop in baseball. He's got a glove. He's got contact. He's got power. Um, he's got speed. Last year, he batted 289 with 11 bombs, 2.4 war. He was an all-star in 2019 and 2018. Would have been an all-star this year. Um, in 2019, he batted 294 with 35 bombs. 35 bombs from a shortstop? I mean, that's just insane. Um, I think he's the best all-around shortstop in baseball. Next year, I think his projections will be 285, 290, and I think he's going to hit around 30 bombs. 30 bombs from a shortstop is unheard of. 30 years ago, you never hear about that. Um, next, we have Cody Bellinger, um, who is one of the best players in baseball. We saw him win the MVP last year. Um, I think it would have gone to Yelich, but he's still a great player. Don't get me wrong. Had a little bit of a down year this year. But he still batted 240 with 12 bombs and 1.7 war. That's not a bad year for a lot of guys at all. Um, he was an all-star in 2019, all-star in 2017. Um, I'm hoping he can have a good year next year. I mean, we don't want to see 2018 repeat itself. We would love to see 2019. He's a great fielder, one of the fastest guys in baseball. Um, I think this is a good spot. I think I'd have him perfectly at nine. I think nine is the perfect spot for him. Next, we have Freddie Freeman. The best first baseman in baseball, 2020 MVP uh, award winner. Um, last year, about a 341, 13 bombs, career 295 hitter, batted 295 in 2019, actually, which is pretty interesting. 2018, 308, uh, 2017, 307, 2016, 302. The guy just doesn't have down years. I mean, it's insane. He's finished top uh, 10 in MVP voting four times. He's won it once. He's a gold glover, silver slugger winner. He's a great fielder. Um, I think we could see him in the top five, even. Um, I think this is a decent spot for him, though. I mean, I love Freddie Freeman, one of my favorite players in the game. Love to watch him play. After Freddie Freeman, we have Alex Bregman, the Astros' controversial um, third baseman. But despite what people say, I think this is a good spot for him. Um, I think he's definitely the second-best uh, third baseman in baseball. Um He's a decent fielder. We saw him win um, the World Series in 2017. He was an All-Star in 2018 and 2019. Um, finished top five in MVP voting both those years. He had a down year this year, about like 242. Only had six bombs. But I'm going to see. I'm guessing he's going to do a lot better next year, bat around 280. He's going to go back to that power potential that he has. Um, and he's going to be a great player next year. After that, we have Aaron Judge, who I believe 
is a top three player in baseball. Um, when he's healthy, he's arguably the best hitter in the game. Um, we had he had a little bit of a down year this year, two fifty seven, nine home runs, but his on base position is three forty. You see, when he's healthy, he's arguably the best player in the game. Unfortunately, hasn't been healthy the last two years, but when he is, the guy's just an absolute beast. Um, he's bats around two seventy, gonna hit thirty five, forty bombs, a great on base percentage, maybe the best fielder outfielder in the game uh, when it comes to um probably not but he's got a really good arm he's a good fielder i think judge is a phenomenal player i think six is good maybe top five <laughs> yeah uh i think alex bregman uh like manny machado is a pretty overhated player it's just he's part of all the backlash going to houston after the drama um, but I think, uh, man, Luke did a pretty good job on this first half of the top 10. So now we have the top five. Luke will go through this one. But since Cormac w- wasn't there when we did it, Cormac, you can interrupt anytime to start debating. That's all fine, just because of the top five. All right? Yeah. All right. So let's, let's get right into it. Yeah, number five, it's Anthony Rendon. Um, he is the best hitting third baseman in baseball and probably the best third baseman in baseball. Um, the guy is just a hitting machine. The guy has just absolutely raked uh, for a, a while now, and it went underappreciated for a long time. But um, since, but recently he's gotten the, the respect he deserves, finally. I mean, he's hit, he hit 319 from 2017 to 2019, all those years. Had a 400 on base percentage the last two years. Um, he, he hits home runs. He, he's a solid defender. He led the league in doubles twice, uh, which is something to think about. Finished third in MVP voting in 2019. I mean, there's just not enough to say about, uh, this guy's offensive ability. Uh, he's one of the best hitters in all of baseball. And I think five is, is a great spot for the best third baseman in baseball. Uh, up next, we got our first pitcher and it's, I mean, our, our number one pitcher, it's Jacob DeGrom. Uh, he's a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Finished third this year. Almost he almost three-peated a Cy Young. Uh, he's a three-time All Star. Um, he won Rookie of the Year in 2014. So his whole career, basically, he's been a, a really good pitcher. Um, in 2018, he had a 1.7 ERA, but only 10 wins uh, because of the Mets' uh, inability to score runs when he was pitching. So I mean, it was just kind of bad luck. But now, uh, hopefully, with the Mets' um, uh, aggressive offseason, they'll be able to uh, get some runs for him, and he'll finally be able to get some wins uh, on the board, which will make him more popular with writers, even though wins are um, a, a kind of overrated stat. But, I mean, he's just the best uh, pitcher in baseball. He's got a great fastball and a great breaking stuff, so I think fours is a really good spot for him. Uh, up next, we got the most exciting young hitter in all of baseball. That's Juan Soto, and maybe the best hitter in all of baseball. Uh, this year, he led the league in batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, and OPS plus, and intentional walks, all at 21 years old. I mean, that is insane. He is just an incredible hitter. Uh, he's got plate discipline. I mean, you don't see with guys who are 20 years old. He finished second in rookie of the year voting. I mean, he's just a great hitter, and in the World Series, he really put that on display in 2019, um, when he really hit um, hit the Houston Astros pitching staff, the, a very good Houston Astros pitching staff, really well. Um, 
And this year he only had 28 strikeouts as well. So he really cut down the strikeout numbers, which is uh, a really impressive thing to see that he's able to have great plate discipline without striking out a ton. So, I mean, I think he uh, definitely could be the best hitter in baseball. It's a little tough to see, but it's a little hard to tell right now as it's still early on in his career, but he definitely could be. Uh, he's a solid defender, not a great defender, and I think that's why he's at three instead of a little bit higher. Uh, because at number two, it's it's Mookie Betts. He is, without a doubt, the second-best player in baseball. Um, and, I mean, he's just been a, a great hitter, a, a great all-around player. He's one of He's the best defensive right fielder in baseball. He's a former MVP. He can hit. He can run. I mean, he's a, a, a true five-tool player. Um, he finished second uh, MVP voting this year. He has 155 career home runs. So that's he averages 30 a year. So that's a, a very impressive number. He's a career 300 hitter. He's a two-time World Series champion. I mean, so it's he's basically done everything that a player can do up to this point in their career. So I mean, he's just. He, I think he's above Soto because, one, he has more experience and he's proven that he can be uh, better over a longer period of time. And, two, he is an elite defender and uh, has good speed as well. So I think that's why I have him – we have him above uh, one Soto. But uh, number one, it's it's Mike Trout. Uh, and if you say anything else, there, there's something wrong. Bartolo Colon. Uh, yeah, well, I think he's too good. We can't have him on the list. Okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, if you say if anyone other than Mike Trout, uh, I, I don't know what you're thinking because he is the best player in baseball. And he's been the best player in baseball for for a, uh, a long time now. It seems like. Uh so he tweeted earlier this week that he had a bad year this year. He finished fifth in MVP voting. He was third in the American League in home runs. So I mean, is that Maybe for him it's a bad year, but for most players that'd be an insane year. I mean, that just shows you how good he is, that finishing fifth in MVP voting is a bad year. Because, I mean, the last time he finished, fifth is the worst he'd ever finished in MVP voting in his career, which is insane. So, I mean, that's just basically all you have to say. Um, But I'm going to say a little bit more just because, I mean, he's got good speed. He's not stolen as many bases in the past. He only stole one base this year. So, I mean, maybe injuries have kind of nagged him in a little bit and that's kind of slowed him down but he's still a, a great defender and uh, an incredible hitter so without a doubt number one Cormac do you agree with that top five you didn't seem to uh, interrupt um I agree with everything except I would probably move Juan Soto to six and put Aaron Judge in there at five and move Rendon and DeGrom up one but still a good top five. I think the top two is perfect. If you don't have Trout one, bets two. You're, there's something wrong in the brain. Um, Trout is the most skilled baseball player to ever step on the field. He could very well go down as the GOAT. Mookie, easily the second best player in baseball. Amazing fielder. Um, career 301 header. Seemed as he had an amazing year last year. I'm pretty sure he finished second MVP voting. Silver Slugger and a Gold Glove. Um, with Soda, I mean, sky's the limit for this guy. He's probably maybe the best hitter in baseball already, even though he's only played three years. It seems like he's a beast every single year. Um, his only problem is that he's uh not that good in the field, but I mean, he's just so good. His hitting's so good that it makes up for it. Um, Degrom, nothing much to say. Best pitcher in baseball. End of discussion. Um, the only person is second close is 
um, Garrett Cole, and completely agree with like what you said. Wins are a useless stat. And then Anthony Rendon, best third baseman in baseball. Once again, completely agree. People have been sleeping on him, it seems, last year. He was a dark horse MVP candidate uh, towards the end of the season. I mean, we've added, he hasn't batted below 300 since um, 2016, and he batted 270 that year. Um, the guy hits bombs, the guy hits doubles, the guy gets RBIs, and the guy hits bombs. Um, he's just uh, the best third baseman in baseball. I agree with a lot of those things. Yeah, uh, that wraps up our top 50 list. Uh, if your favorite player got snubbed, that's too bad. Um, before we wrap up the podcast, I, <laughs> yeah, had, a, I, I had a question. <laughs> so we saw a lot of players uh, come to spring training, and we saw a lot of free agents sign with new teams, and it was the first time seeing them in their uh, uniform. So for me, the weirdest one, I saw Felix Hernandez in Orioles jersey. Uh, Luke, what was the weirdest one you saw? Um, I think I'm going to go Arenado in a Cardinals uniform. Uh, I'm a big Arenado fan, and uh, it was just weird not seeing him in, in the uh, purple Colorado Rockies uniform. The the red just it just seemed kind of weird. Uh, Cormac, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, it was weird seeing Francisco Lindor in a Mets jersey. I mean, he's been the face of the franchise for the Indians for so long now. But, I mean, um, Mets bandwagon. Uh, is that what you guys like to say? Yeah. But um, it was weird seeing him there. I mean, I think I think he'll be really good there, though. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much all we have for today. Um, when the season starts, we're gonna start doing two a week. But like now, there's not much to go through because there's not really off season news, and people are just getting ready for the season. Uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, peace. <laughs>